Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Toffee Blues Opposition View. Again, I'm Max and coming up this Saturday for the Blues, they're down to Turf Moor to take on a Burnley side who are having a very impressive season, um, flying considerably high for their standards in seventh, um, although they're yet to hit 40 points and that is definitely um, going to be, this is going to be a big game in deciding who is going to end up with that seventh place spot. Um, I got the chance to sit down and talk to Tyrone Marshall, who's a Burnley reporter for the Lancashire Telegraph, just to talk about the great season that Burnley have had so far and what what's potentially could happen on Saturday. We're now joined by Tyrone Marshall of the Lancashire Telegraph. So I believe um, Tyrone was one of the first on the opposition view earlier in the season when Burnley played in Everton at home. So Tyrone, thanks for coming on again, mate. No problem, not a problem. Um, I'm well aware the season's far from finished and there's, there's plenty of points to be won and lost, but from a Burnley perspective, this season's got to be considered a success, hasn't it really? I mean, I was I was doing some research earlier and I saw that Bucky's had Burnley 7-2 to, to to go down. It, it, so, from before the season, with the ambitions being to stay in the Premier League to knocking on the door of European qualification now, from a Burnley perspective, how, how, how what's this season been like? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think you, looking at the season as a whole, it has to be considered a success. You know, they're in a fantastic position. They're only three more points to match last season's tally. Like I say, 10 games to go, sitting seventh in the Premier League. If you'd been offered that at the start of the season, people would have snapped your hands off, and, and it's been absolutely amazing. Um, it's interesting that the, the mood has probably slightly changed recently with the, the recent run of results. I've not had a win for a while now. But looking at sort of the bigger picture, which is a phrase manager likes to use a lot, looking at the bigger picture over the whole season, to be sitting seventh on this many points and not involved in the relegation battle, any talk about the relegation battle at all, I think that's been considered a fantastic season. And when people look back, I think I think that's how it will be considered. Yeah, um, I was lucky enough to uh, to attend a, an event a few weeks ago um, with Tom Heaton, who was um, who, who was interviewed. And he he was asked about um, what it's been like this season in terms of how how have the team found being in such situations. And he said that in terms of the team, which is pretty much the contrast to Everton, they're all they're all mates. There are no little cliques. There are no individual groups. The whole team as a unit. Do you feel like that is the key component of how well this season's gone for you? I think it's a, a big component. Yeah, and I think it always has been under Sean Dyche's. He's very big on teamship and sort of togetherness within the squad. And it's something he values greatly to the point that you know, he puts a lot of research into new signings. There's a lot of psychological profiling with players that come in. And he's very big about the group and kind of making sure that it is all one big group. A lot's been made of the fact they're all British and Irish lads, really. Um, you know, there's Stephen DeFore in there, of course. And, and you know, I've good months and he's played in this country for a while. And, you know, there's, there's no clicks at the club at all. It's all one big group. They're all in it together. There's no little groups sort of off here and there, they are they are one big collective, and that is definitely a strength of theirs. And it's something the manager sets a lot of story, and he kind of lays that from the front in terms of his signings and making sure that new signings are going to fit into that ethos and that that work rate. He demands a high work rate from mm. players and a lot of selflessness from players, and I think he you know he puts a lot of story in that. Yeah, and just on Sean Dyche, I saw a tweet earlier from Gary Neville. He, he was questioned if he if he was to choose at this point what what club 
other than United he would go to. He, his answer was Burnley and that Dice would always have someone to cover him. And Dice been there since 2012, if I'm not mistaken. And so such longevity, which is very rare in football these days. Do you feel like sticking with Sean Dice through thick and thin is a kind of throwing the seeds to, to grow your success, really, and you're reaping the rewards of that now? Yeah, I think so. You know, He's not really had many rookie moments, but there have been a few moments where the board could have thought twice when he first got the job the first season and a half or so wasn't particularly, or the first half season, sorry, wasn't particularly <clears throat> brilliant. Um, but he always said behind the scenes, you could kind of see the progress being made, even if results didn't count for it. And then they got that first promotion and, and then went straight back down in the Premier League. And, you know, I mean, they were in the Premier League way ahead of schedule, really, and ahead of where they should have been in. Mm. But once they got there, the board could have very easily panicked and thought, let's, let's try, you know, uh, a, a bigger name as such, or let's just try a change of management and try and stay there. But they saw through that and, and saw that they were in the Premier League ahead of schedule and they got relegated but stuck with him. And mm. it paid them back when they won the championship title the next year. And since then, it's been all success in the Premier League. It is very unusual to finish a club for, you know, it's coming on five and a half years now. He's recently signed a new four and a half year contract. So, sees that out, could be at the club for 10 years and it is very, very unusual in, in this day and age, but you know, he's overseen a lot of developments at the club, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch. He's kind of moulded the club into his vision, so he's, you know, he, he's a key employee there now. Yeah, you say there, his, his influence over the, the stability of what came at the club has been huge. One of the, um, you know, he, he saw, he has saw some very talented players come and go. One of those players being Michael Keane, who who has struggled massively, really this season, he's not delivered from the expect the expectations of what we saw him at Burnley. You know, we saw, um, you know, a really promising young England international. We thought, you know, we could come into the Everton side and really make a place of his own. But the, um, the as you know yourself, the stability off the pitch for Everton hasn't been there this season. Um, so as from an outsider looking in, how what have you made? Of, of Everton's season so far? Uh, I mean, it, it looks like you've had a bit of a, a nightmare, I suppose. It's, it's been sort of, like you said, the stability's not there. You had to change your manager. They spent all that money in the summer and then it seemed like there was no sort of obvious plan early season and then you must have got a new manager in and it seems that certainly the fan base don't appear to be behind him particularly. Mm. You know, it seems, like you, you mentioned the unity at Burnley. I mean, there seems to be none of that at, at Everton at the moment in terms of manager and fans and, and that translates onto the pitch and you know, there's a squad of, of talent there at Everton, quite clearly. And mm. probably be no surprise if you if you did enough to finish seventh in the end where you finished last season. But you know, it, it certainly it doesn't look like you've taken many steps forward this season, that's for sure. And like you say, some of the new players have, have struggled to fit in as well. So I think there's still, you know, still probably a lot to prove over the last ten games of the season for Everton. Yeah, definitely. And but I think we, we saw that come to fruition in that home game at Goodison where the, the the unity the 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 team spirit that Burnley really took Everton apart and that they were hard to break down and a, a player that really caught my eye for Burnley was James Tarkovsky who of course is out injured along with I've got down here Scott Arfield, Defoe, Brady, Walters and have those in, injuries been influential in the, the obviously the the recent form isn't great um, I've got. The last win was on the 12th of December, with so that's 12 games without a win. Just to, to, to comment on your recent form, um, how much of a shock is it to you to, to still be in and around those European places, despite not having a win in so long? 
Yeah, it's, it's quite bizarre, really. So we've got 11, you know, 12 without a win in all competitions, 11 without a win in the league, mm. and yet still be seventh. I think it, it kind of says a lot about uh, how good the start was for Burnley. When they had that win on December the 12th, they went fourth for mm. 24 hours. So they were, they were flying at that point. So it shows that they built up a good tally early in the season. Um, in those games, they have picked up some points, and they've actually had some good results against some bigger teams. The draws against Man City and against Man United. Um, but, but they've just not really got that win. And I think it also says that the chasing pack are, are lacking a bit of consistency, really. You know, Everton and Leicester have closed without ever going past. And you know, mm. they've put together a couple of wins on the spin and then lose a couple. And seems to be no real sort of consistency from seventh down in the Premier League. So I think it is a surprise to, to have gone that long without a win and yet still be seventh. And, and in that European picture, the injuries have certainly played a part. Um, the loss of Robbie Brady was, was a big one. He was, you know, Burnley's most creative player and a huge creative influence. And then Stephen DeFore is the same from central midfield. So they've lost a lot of creativity and have struggled for goals, especially with Chris Wood being out. Um, Wood could return this weekend. He was on the bench last Saturday. Uh, he played 90 minutes in uh, behind closed doors game today. James Tarkowski has played 90 minutes this week as well. So he could um, he could come back in on Saturday as well. So they are starting to get some some players returning for what I think they hope will be a big finish this season. Yeah, and you say there, obviously, with, with, with the lads returning, do you, do you see it being a strong possibility that there will be changes in the lineup, especially after um, just a poor run of results? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I think they changed and they went back to the 4-4-1-1 system that they've used a lot this season on Saturday, and I think um, I think Dyche will stick with that. I'd imagine James Tarkowski will come back in for, for Kevin Long, um, Tarkowski and me are the real sort of first choice centre halves, and Long comes in when one of them's out. So with Tarki being back, I think it'll be Tarkowski and Keane, uh, Tarkowski and me, sorry, mm. uh, playing at centre half. I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Wood came back in up front with a barn scored at the weekend. Um, other than that, I don't think there'll be many changes. So I'd say it'd be that the one definite with Tarkowski and. Maybe would coming back in, and, and that'll probably be it. I just thought. Yeah, and then just 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 on the discussion of players, and, and you did say there, which is been a key theme for Everton this year that there is talent in this Everton squad but it just doesn't seem to operate as a cohesive unit if you were to take one player out of this Everton squad at the minute who would you take and why? Uh, oh, it's, a, it's a tricky one possibly possibly Guilfi Sigurdsson to be honest mm. really have lacked a bit of creativity of late and scoring goals has been a real problem and you know it's not so much the strikers it's the, the kind of players playing behind them in, in a system that is sort of stifling a bit of creativity and the lost Robbie Brady was uh, a big part of that and I think if they had someone like Gilfie Sigurdsson at number 10 who, who sort of can work hard and is also a bit more creative and kind of replace Robbie Brady's set pieces it, it would have a real impact so although he's perhaps not had the best of seasons I, I think I'll probably look at someone like Sigurdsson mm. and um, obviously coming up against an Everton side that, that are so inconsistent um, are you confident of a, of a result what do you think the score will be on Saturday? Yeah, I think I think it's a great chance for Burnley to, to get back to winning ways. Everton have been pretty poor away from home this season by the looks of things. So I think it's a real opportunity for Burnley to get to get a result and, and get a win. And I think they want to get this, although it is still a good season and they are seventh, I think this run of 11 league games without a win now is, is really starting to sort of nag at them and, and get them down. And, and they won't want to extend that too much longer. I think this is the ideal opportunity. Um, I don't think there are many goals in it. There's been very few goals at Turf Moor for, for either home or away teams this season. So... I think Burnley might just sneak it 1-0. Uh, it certainly wouldn't surprise me, especially with Everton fo- away form this season being so, so poor. So just just on that note as well, just to carry on a Toffee Blues tradition, as we ask most people to come on, what's your favourite film, mate? Favourite film? Favourite film, yeah. Ooh, 
I'm not a big film buff, but I watched Spotlight the other day. Um, particularly enjoyed that one. So, um, so we'll go with, with Spotlight probably. Uh, off the top of my head, that's the one I've enjoyed most. Um, one I've enjoyed most recently. Right. Okay. Cheers, mate. Thanks for coming on again. All the best. No problem. Cheers, mate. So there we are. Hopefully, that's um, that's give you a bit more insight into the game coming up this Saturday. Thanks to Tyrone again for coming on. It was great to have him back and to to listen to his opinions on what's been almost a fairy tale season so far. There with the you know a real prospect of European qualification at the end of it for Burnley. Uh, this game will certainly be influential as to who will end up with that European spot. Um, again, thanks for for watching the video. Like, comment, and subscribe. Go, 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 go.